Welcome to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by LineStar App. Here's your host, Casey Bubba and Scott Bogman. And welcome back to another edition of the Pre-Snap Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at LineStar Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at LineStar App and at LineStar NFL. And most importantly, Download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Everything you need in the palm of your hands to build your winning DFS lineups. If you guys can give a rate and review on iTunes, we'd appreciate it as well. Or check us out on the Line Star YouTube channel, whichever you prefer. I recommend uh, the YouTube once in a while because, you know, two pretty faces that goof off a lot. So you never know what's going to happen. You can check me out on Twitter at Pediatric and my co-host, the, that's right, is on that's Twitter right. at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how are we doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Uh, looking forward to this DFS uh, lineup here. Not so great last week, but uh, in my lineups that I played, I think our advice is okay. But uh, lineups I played, I got real confident, went well over my normal level, and nope, nothing. So, but week nine was, you know, we've said it before already. We'll quit harping on it. You roll it up into a ball, you toss it in the trash, and you act like it never happened. So, uh, let's roll into week 10 with a smile on our face. Let's do it. Smiles. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, you can see them. Um, Atlanta at Dallas kicks things off for the week. Dallas 10 point home favorites over under a 54 and a half Bogman. We're going back to the Cowboys on this one. How about them Cowboys? We're going right. How about them? Uh, I mean, Dak at 69 81 is a decent price. Anytime you want to play Zeke and look, I know Zeke's a little banged up. If for whatever reason he were to not play, Tony Pollard would be a great option at 46 and 65 and might be okay. Anyway, at 46 and 65, just, uh, if they try to limit Zeke a little bit, uh, the wide receivers for Dallas are a little screwy. I think I'll go with Cooper cause he's just cheaper than CD lamb at 62 and 73. Um, Russell gauge at 5,000 and 6,000 is a really good price for how many targets he had last week. Um, Zacchaeus did have score, uh, two scores, but Tajay sharp was actually on the field more than him. So if I'm picking between those two, which I don't necessarily want to, but I would go with sharp. Um, you know, you can play Kyle Pitts, you can play Dalton Schultz if you want here. Uh, but I think I'm more into Dak, Matt Ryan, uh, Cordell Patterson at 66 and 78 is a decent price as well. And Amari Cooper. Yeah, it's an interesting game. I think a lot of points get scored. I like the over in this game. I like the, uh, the Falcons to keep it close as we talked about on the picks and bets show. And for that reason, I think Matt Ryan at 6k on DK 73 on Vandal does have a little bit of appeal to it. I'll be totally honest. Like I don't mind Dak, but Going to play the contrarian angle that uh, Atlanta has to throw a lot to keep in it. I can totally see it. Um, and in that case, I love Cotero Patterson at 66 and 78. I think he's a phenomenal cash game play and a piece of your tournament stacks. I think he goes off again. He's just a, a target touch machine. He had uh, six targets last week, and he gets all those touches on the ground. He's good for 10 to 15 touches a game easily, which is just phenomenal price points to, to look at. So I'm big there. Gage did have the big week with eight targets. The week before was Zacchaeus. Tajay Sharp's been out there. It's tough to kind of gauge how it's all going to get going, but it's interesting. And I said it to you, I don't know, it was on air, a different show, what we were talking about, but, you know, it feels like Kyle Pitts is coming on and coming on quick. So uh, yeah. he's got to have a game. Uh, since Ridley went down, his air yards are through the roof. His average, his dot has been crazy. So uh, the big game is going to come soon, and the Cowboys defense is bad. So if you want to buy into it, you can. There's a lot of cheap tight ends out there, so it's tough to pay up for them, but it's a good spot. Uh, on the, the Cowboys side, I like the Pollard call. Keep an eye on the Zeke news. But uh, I go Cooper as well, 62 and 73. Then Michael Gallup should be back this week, so keep an eye on that news as well. Josh Allen and the struggling 
Buffalo Bills head in to New York to take on the Jets. The Bills are minus 13 point favorites over under 47 and a half. Bogman. Um, don't really care for this game overall. I would love to say Zach Moss, but he's in uh, concussion protocol. So if he doesn't play Devin Singletary at 47, 6,000 is a good price. I think, uh, Michael Carter is just a little bit priced up 56 and 61. That could be okay. Uh, but I'm more interested in one of Sanders or Beasley. I think I'd go with Beasley just because he's cheaper at 52 and 61, uh, Elijah Moore with Mike White has been money. So 47 and 57 is a good price. That might be my favorite play actually of this game and potentially maybe the bills defense. If you think they're going to get better, but they are kind of, they're a little pricey against the jets. Cause you know, the jets are known to struggle here. Yeah. Like I know we both like the jets to cover this game, but at the same time, I don't feel like playing a lot of pieces of this game right. either. Like if you want some cheap PPR action, the, the Beasley talks, not bad. Um, you know, Elijah Moore is interesting. I think he's gonna be super popular after that last performance, so that becomes an issue. So, as a whole, I'm gonna keep it simple, just gonna pass on this game. Just gonna, yeah, okay, that's pretty simple. Uh, Carolina at Arizona, Arizona minus 10 and a half over under of 44, likely no Kyler this week, which probably leads to no Hopkins as well. And, and really neat leads to uh, no receivers for uh, the Cardinals and, and maybe James Conner, though, 63 and 7,000. Obviously, we're not going to have um, Chase Edmonds with this high ankle sprain. Got her in the first nap last week. I like, you know, Benjamin, but I don't trust him that much at 44 and 52. Um, I'm not playing McCaffrey at his price. Uh, you know, if you wanted to go with Kirk at 55 and 67, I think that's a decent price. Uh, but I just don't know how much I trust this Cardinals offense two weeks in a row without Kyler. So I think Connor is your main play here. I don't think I want anything to do with this Panthers team at all. Cardinals defense, not a bad play at 37 and 48. Uh, last week, Kirk had six targets, Moore had five targets, Connor had five targets, Ertz had five targets. But Moore had two end zone tar- or red zone targets, which is very, very intriguing for the DFS value of the world. So I think uh, yeah, 44 on DK and 54 on Fandle. Moore They'll design some runs pool. for him, too, with Edmonds down. So, so I think that's an intri- intriguing play that might kind of get overlooked in this game. Like if you want to go with the, with the, a really weird Colt McCoy stack, you can. I don't recommend it, <laughs> but you can. But I think um, Rondell Moore as a, as a discount could be nice. James Conner is going to be very popular. Carolina's defense ain't a joke, but I get it. Um, as a whole, though, I love that Arizona defense. It stinks that they're uh, 37 on DK, 48 on Fandle, but I think they're worth every penny as I have no faith at all in this Carolina offense with P.J. Tucker and company. So give me some of that, but Rondell Moore is not a bad value as well. Cleveland at New England. New England minus one and a half uh, point favorites in this one with a total of 45, Bogman. Uh, Pass. Uh, I think just pretty much overall for this game, I don't like it. I don't like banged up Baker Mayfield. I don't like rookie Mac Jones going up against Miles Garrett. I don't like Nick Chubb coming off the COVID list. Look, if Nick Chubb doesn't play, Dernish Johnson at 47 and 54 is a decent price. Harris and Stevenson, as we are recording this, are in concussion protocol. Uh, so maybe Brandon Bolden is a decent price at 44 and 51, but I still think that's just okay for him. Don't want anything to do with Jarvis Landry. Uh, DPJ at 48 and 56, I think, is appropriate. So it's not even a great deal. Uh, so I think your one play is probably the earnest if there's no Nick Chubb. And Nick Chubb is also okay at any point if you want to play him. 
I think I'm with you on, you know, as far as this game goes, just a straight pass. Yeah. If Chubb's out, Darius is great value. If Chubb's in, no problem using Chubb. Other than that, not a whole lot of appeal for me as well in this game. And I will just move on to Detroit at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh minus eight over under 42 and a half. Bogman, uh, Detroit coming off a bye. Does that intrigue you at all? Um, I mean, there could be some pieces. Uh, Najee is the big one. If you want to pay up for him at 79 and 94 in this game, I'm all about it. I think Swift could be a decent price here too at 68 and 73. It could be a potential buy. No, Chase Claypool. Okay, maybe Deontay at 68 and 74. Yeah. I'll just tell everybody right now, I want no part of Ray Ray McLeod on no part of anybody else uh, outside of it's Deontay, Najee, Pat Freermuth at 3,900, uh, I think is a good price. And if you want to throw a die, uh, you know, a uh, uh, dart at a pass catcher for Detroit, um, St. Brown at 38, Raymond at 49, I guess that's okay. But I think the Steelers defense might be the best play here at 4,100 bucks. So on a weird slate where we're going to be targeting some higher total games, I think a big Ben, Najee, Deontay Johnson stack is very much in play. Because no Claypool, Deontay got a ton of targets. Najee will do his thing. Ben's got to throw it to somebody. Um, and then Pat Fairmouth can be your fourth guy if you want to. Otherwise, I don't mind sprinkling those pieces in lineups. I think there's a lot to like there. Uh, DeAndre Swift is always a tournament play for me just for the, the pass volume he gets. Not a must play at all, but he'd be a guy I'd be looking to as well. Jacksonville at Indianapolis. Now, this is a game that I'll be putting some point stuff thoughts behind. <laughs> Indianapolis minus 10.5 over under 47.5. Uh, Carson Wentz, probably my favorite core quarterback play of the week, 5,900, 7,500 going against Jacksonville. I know Jacksonville did a great job last week. I do not care. I think the Colts are going to roll over the Jaguars. So uh, give me Carson Wentz at that price. You want to play JT at 81 and 94 coming off his game. Great. I think Naheem Hines is a great play at 5,500. We saw him just burn the Jets defense last week. He's the fastest guy on the field when he touches the ball. So uh, I could see him easily breaking one off against the Jets. Um, Pittman is in play at 63 and 72. I love James Robinson. I don't want him with a heel injury though. And I don't want any part of old ass Carlos Hyde, not doing it. Um, uh, Jamal Agnew at 45 and 53 is probably my favorite Jacksonville play in this game outside of Dan Arnold at 35. And 51. Would you rather go Dan Arnold at 35 or Pat Fairmouth at 39? Probably Dan Arnold. Okay. Because I think I, they have to throw a lot. I think I'm going to slightly take Fairmouth just because how much uh, Ben is starting to love him in the red zone. But close. yeah, they're very close. And if you want the extra discount, I do not mind at all. So, I, But I think Arnold, Agnew are probably the plays for Jacksonville. And you can play pretty much, you know, any Colt you want. Yeah, last week Arnold uh, led the Jags in targets with seven over Agnews five and Marvin Jones five. So something to think about as well. But I'm with you. If you're going to bring any Jags in this game, it's Arnold and, and Agnew. That's where I'm pretty much looking. But um, I love me some JT. Love me some Carson Wentz. Then if you want to go with uh, Pittman or keep an eye on the health of T.Y. Hilton, those are very, very, very much in play for me. My potentially favorite game of the week here, Minnesota at the Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers are minus three in this game, and the total is 52 and a half bucks. Love this one. This is your stackable game. Uh, Cousins, 61, 76, fine. If you want to pay up for Herbert, I'm okay with that. Uh, Eckler, 76 and 86. 
I, Dalvin Cook at 8,8500. Do not care. Love the price on him. Alexander Madison, if for whatever reason they decide to not play Cook because of his off field stuff, 45 and 61, better play. Might also be in play even if Cook plays. Um, you know, Justin Jefferson, all right, that's fine. Adam Thielen, uh, I think I'd rather take Adam Thielen and hope he gets in the end zone at yep. 67 and 7,000. Uh, I'm good with Keenan Allen. I would much rather play Keenan Allen than Mike Williams, the way it's been going recently between those two. I think Conklin's a good price at 34. Parham at 2,600 has gotten in the end zone a bunch this year. So there's a lot to love here, Bob. Yep, big cousins to Cook to uh, Thielen fan in this game. Conklin's not a bad secondary option, but got Darnold and or Sam Dan Arnold and Frermuth as other cheap options as well. Uh, you could look at, but I like the Thielen end zone call. Jefferson might be the better tournament play per se, but I gotta go with Thielen and save some cash. On the flip side, love Keenan Allen this week, but I also like looking going back to Austin Eckler. He was super chalky last week and let everybody down. So this could be a great spot to jump back on the Eckler train. But the biggest thing is you can throw all over Minnesota. So Keenan Allen could be in for a big one. Mike Williams could be, but he's been playing so bad. I'll just stick with Keenan Allen as well. Tennessee is hosting the New Orleans Saints in this one. Tennessee minus three over under 45. What do you got in this one? Not a lot here. Uh, I don't like the way Ryan Tannehill has been playing. Saints defense is good, but are they going to be on the field too long? I think is the question here. Uh, Alvin Kamara is banged up, so I'm definitely not playing him at 82 and 88, but I will play Mark Ingram at 45 and 55. I think he's a good play. I think Jeremy McNichols looked way better than Adrian Peterson. So if you're going to play a running back here, 55, 64 for McNichols, um, A.J. Brown at 78 and 76. Uh, Jeff Swain's got in the end zone two weeks in a row, 25 and 45 is a decent play. Tennessee defense maybe at 2,600. I don't like this game. I like a little Tannehill to um, to um, Antonio or A.J. Brown. I think that's just a great way to go there. If you want to throw Swain in there, you can, but keep it totally simple. A.J. Brown is getting a ton of targets right now. You can, you can do it against this New Orleans defense. Put him with Tannehill. Have some fun. I like that one a lot. If you want to bring it back with the Mark Ingram, I think that's a great option because he's going to get a lot of touches in this game. They're going to want to slow this game down, but he can also be using the passing game. So I got a little three-man stack like that. Nothing crazy. Gets the job done. All right. Philadelphia at Denver in this one. Denver minus two and a half over under 45 coming off a big win in Big D. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot to like here on the Denver side. I don't like pretty much anything on the Philly side, maybe Devonte Smith at 59 and 62. I think that's a decent price for him. Uh, if you want to roll Goddard at 47 and 59, I'm okay with it, but I'd rather go with the cheaper tight end. So for me, it's, you know, Teddy at 55 and 72, I think is a good price. Uh, either side of Gordon or Williams. Uh, I'm okay with a running back. I just don't want Jordan Howard because, are they going to go back to Boston Scott? Gainwell keeps getting these red zone touches. Instead, I, I it's not fun, so I don't want to mess with it. Um, Cortland and Judy, you read off that great stat about uh, you know Cortland with Judy, and I called it causation, uh, correlation, and not causation. I'm going to stick to my guns there. Give me Cortland Sutton in this game to torch Philly at 56 and 66. And look, if he doesn't, I'll be done. Okay, I won't mention him anymore. Uh, Tim Patrick cropped up on the injury report a little bit earlier today on Wednesday, uh, late, late Wednesday. So uh, I think that, uh, you know, he might be out of this game. So that's going to leave you with mainly Cortland and Judy 
Uh, Albert O picked up an injury. Noah Fant actually just was activated today off the COVID list, so he's going to be behind the eight ball. So I think it's going to be a lot of sudden injury. Um, and that's what I like in this game. I don't like anything else specifically on the Philly side. Yeah, watch the injury report for sure, because if Tim Patrick plays, I love the discount you get for Tim Patrick where everyone goes to Judy and Sutton. Patrick's still getting those red zone looks and everything, so I have no problem going his route. And Noah Fant's interesting to me, so keep an eye on the injury info there. He got activated, see how he gets back going after the COVID and see how that takes place. But a little Teddy B, Javante Williams, get a receiver in there. I could see that being quite quite attractive. I don't mind Jordan Howard in cash. I would not play him in tournaments. I think his ceiling's very, very low, but I think he's going to be good for at least 10, 15 carries. And at his price tag, you get a pretty good look there. Other than that, um, Goddard's my, my favorite play because he just gets all the targets. 4,700 on DK, 59 on FanDuel. I think that's a great look. Otherwise, I'll pass. Seattle at Green Bay. Game of the week. Green Bay minus three and a half, over under 49 Bogman. How much Aaron Rodgers is too much Aaron Rodgers? I mean, uh, I love Aaron Rodgers this week. I love Russell Wilson this week. What, they got to start testing Russell Wilson's blood because they said 35 days out, which is this is usually a two to three month recovery time for this type of a finger injury and 35 days out and he's going to be back on the field, which is just unbelievable to me and should be for everybody else. So um, I love Russell Wilson in Can this he game to how to heal. Uh, no one can teach to a it's you're talking about uh Bruce Willis and Samuel Jackson from Glass, so by her name is the NFL. They're yeah, they're uh opposite guys, uh, here, so I, I don't think you can. Uh, I, I think that the problems with Aaron Jones have been overblown, but I would rather play AJ Dillon because of the price here 48 and 53. I'm not messing with Chris Carson in his first game back, which makes me not mess with any of the run game, uh, for Seattle. If you wanted to play Devontae Adams, I think he's always in play. I don't like any other pass catchers in Green Bay. And then, look, I'm in on DK, uh, DK Metcalf back with uh, Russell Wilson. 68 and 8,000 I think is decent. I think if you want to play Lockett at 65 and 71, I'd rather play the crazy high upside and go with DK. Uh, but, you know, Tyler Lockett tends to have those boomer bust games, and this could be one of them. But, uh, yeah, there, there's a decent amount to like here. Yes, yes, there definitely is a decent amount to like here. Like you said, uh, A-Raj with Devontae is phenomenal. That's the go-to uh, cream of the crop play here. But watch the injury news because like right now they look to be all healthy. So you got Lazard, you got Cobb, you got MVS, all very affordable. So kind of keep an eye on how that one's playing out. You can maybe sneak one in there for a tournament play really, really cheap and have some fun. So I don't mind that at all. Make sure you check out the Longstar app. It'll keep you posted on all that good stuff as well. And then on the Seattle side, I'm with you. DK Metcalf's the guy I want. You can look at Lockett to be contrarian, but Metcalf's got that take the ceiling off type game. So I like that as well. And then if you're going for a full stack, which I'm not, Mercedes Lewis is super cheap and and Raj loves him in the red zone. So yeah. that'd be my only say, but I'd rather there's other guys we've talked about I'd much rather have for sure. All right. Final game of this 11 game slate. We got Tampa Bay off a of bye week, Washington off a of bye week. Tampa Bay minus 10 on the road over under 51 and a half. Uh, Tom Brady is the one guy that makes me uh, think twice about going with Carson Wentz this week because uh, I think he could have five touchdowns against Washington, right? He yep. could go absolutely nuts. I, I got him as the top score at quarterback this week. So 76 and 83, I'm good to pay it. Um, on the Washington side, I'm okay if you wanted to go with Heineke at 54 and 69 because they're going to be losing. They should be playing comeback. Uh, Terry McLaurin also uh, has to be in there at 76 and 71. Somehow he's more expensive 
on DK than he has FanDuel, which is weird. Usually, we ha we haven't seen too much of that weird price discrepancy between these two. It's usually just everyone's a little bit more on FanDuel. That's one of the few that that we see this week. Um, Fournette at sixty one seventy four always in play for me. Um, I don't want anything to do with Gibson. McKissick, I think, is just a little overpriced at 52 and 54. I love Mike Evans this week at 69 and 74. A little expensive, but Godwin might be down. AB is probably down. Gronk is his status is up in the air. So I like Mike Evans. Um, uh, you know, Gio Bernard could be in there too. I'm just not a big Gio guy. But Cameron Brait at 27.45 is a decent one as well. Logan Thomas is back, but I don't think I'm paying for him. I think I'm going to go with the cheaper uh, option at tight end. But Brait is definitely in play. Yeah, Brady's a phenomenal play. That's pretty simple. Like you said, if anybody's going to destroy a slate, it's going to be Tom Brady. I love Leonard Fournette, 61 and 74, especially with no AB and likely no Godwin. That really utilizes him in the passing game, I think, even more. So I think that's a really good look there. And then Mike Evans is a great play. going to be very popular. But you can bring it back with a couple of options. Like watch the reports coming out of who's kind of starting or warming up or whatever. Tyler Johnson in the two games since AB's been out, he's got eight targets. Uh, and then Jalen Darden has four targets. So both basically free. So keep an eye on who's coming out of there. And I like the Cameron break call. He's a red zone monster, especially with AB out of there. So a couple of ways to go is super cheap with Tampa Bay if you need to go there. Uh, you can always go T-Mac if you want. Otherwise, just stack up Tampa Bay and don't worry about Washington. That'd be my my two cents, to be honest. That's eleven games blogging in the book, which means people should check us out on YouTube, the Lion Star YouTube channel, and give us a rate and review on iTunes. And most importantly, you follow Lion Star on Twitter at Lion Star App and at Lion Star NFL. Because besides all the great content they tweet out to keep you up to date on the next and best greatest stuff out there, they tweet out the touchdown calls of the week from Bogman, myself, and Ryan Humphreys. If you retweet that tweet, three lucky retweeters will get paired with each one of us. If our guy finds the end zone, you win some free swag. So, Bogman, Week 10 NFL, who is your touchdown call of the week? I haven't gotten in the last two weeks, so I'm going to go cupcake. Give me Najee Harris against the Detroit Lions. That is a cupcake, and I respect it. I respect it. So I like cupcakes. Nope, I'm not going to comment any farther on that. So that's totally totally fair on your part. What I'm going to do is if you want to go cupcake, I'm going to go cupcake too. And give me, uh, give me James Conner. Give me oh, James Conner finding the end zone in that game. Uh, I think it's going to be a fun one for Arizona. They're going to rely on him a lot, and he's just a touchdown machine right now. So give me James Conner. You got Najee Harris. So in reality, two of Bogman's favorite football players are mm. on the touchdown calls Love of the it. week. We'll see what Ryan Humphreys has here and hopefully give you guys a bunch of free swag on this Week 10 action. But make sure you guys check out Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm Matt Bediantra. Good luck this week. We'll be back with you guys on Tuesday with your Week uh, 10 recap week 11 look ahead but for now this is the pre-snap podcast catch you all later good luck see ya thanks for listening to pre-snap podcast presented by line star app please like comment subscribe and rate for good karma in your fantasy football games